Picture this. You're standing in front of an electronic screen with a list of names. Some may be vaguely familiar, others, well, not so much. You're tapping through with a little tablet pin that a volunteer poll worker handed you before ushering you to your booth. You scan the screen. Okay, Senator, check. Secretary of State, check. Governor, Treasurer, State Land Commissioner. Maybe this is a familiar scene for you, or maybe you've never voted before. For first-timers and even political animals, elections can be overwhelming. From making decisions on your ballot or just getting to a polling place. Hi, I'm Daniel Carruth, and this is Natural Election, a podcast from Ozarks at Large and KUAF, all about elections in Arkansas. Throughout this series, we'll examine what it takes to vote in the natural state ahead of the primaries on May 24th. And this week, we start at the beginning. As Matthew Moore explains, one of the most important parts of voting is, well getting registered to vote. First of all, who's eligible to vote in Arkansas? You must be a U.S. citizen and an Arkansas resident who is 18 years old on or before November 8th, 2022. So if you have registered to vote before that day, your local county clerk will provide you with what might be the best gift you can receive, the right to vote. So once you uh, officially become 18, you will uh, also officially become a, a registered voter in Arkansas. That's Josh Bridges, an elections systems analyst for the Arkansas Secretary of State. Another requirement is you must register to vote 30 days prior to any given election. That means if you're looking to register to vote in this year's primary election, which you should, you need to do that before April 25th. So you're qualified to be a voter in Arkansas. Now, how do you register? The only way to do that is to fill out a uh, paper form. There's a few ways to get that, of course. One way is by contacting your county clerk's office. So that's just what we did. Can I get your name and your title real quick so we can have that on tape? Sure, Joe Wester, county clerk, Crawford County. Uh, Can you tell me a little bit about what your job duties entail? What what does an average day in the life of Joe Wester look like? It's uh, (laughs) different every day. A county clerk does a lot of things, from handling voter registration, marriage licenses, quorum court details, along with a pretty sizable list of other duties as assigned. So every day is different for me. (laughs) But if we're talking about someone registering to vote. Yes. So we try to hit the schools. Joe says in her office, they have a deputy county clerk who goes to the local schools and works with the seniors who will be old enough to vote by the November general election. So if they turn 18 prior to, like, the primary, they could, you know, they could vote. But we try to get them registered ahead of time. And um, so we've got a real good working relationship with some of the counselors. When you have somebody go to the schools or you are interacting with people who are voting for the first time, what are some words of advice or encouragement you have for them? Well, um, I am not actually the one that does those presentations, but I can let you talk to Rhonda. Rhonda Robbins is Joe's right-hand gal when it comes to all things voter registration in Crawford County. 
And lucky for Joe, Rhonda is just a holler away. Hang on just a second. Hey, Rhonda, is there an online for voter registration? Can they go online and do it? Because we have to have that signature. Okay, yeah, they can go online and print out the application. But this- Joe is great and all, but I obviously wanted to hear more about Rhonda's experience going into the classrooms. I'm about to give you to Rhonda, okay? Okay, very good. Thank you. Uh, okay, hold on. Rhonda, can I help you? Hi, Rhonda. I'm Matthew Moore. Rhonda says they go to high schools in the county, like Alma, Van Buren, and Cedarville. I usually take someone with me, and I'll introduce them, and we just do. We just tell them that we're what we're here for. We are there to register them to vote, and we ask if if you have your driver's license with you, you can write it down. If you need your if you know your social security number. Some students may be a little indifferent. We were all 17 and a half once. But Rhonda says she enjoys seeing the ones who get it, even at that age. What word of encouragement do you have to, um, to folks who are excited uh, to vote for the first time? Just show up with your ID. It is exciting because that is something new and different. That is, is something you've never done before. Unless when you were a child, you went in, you were able to go in with your parent and watch how they done it. It's, it's a, it's, I call it a duty. You know, it's a civic duty. Rhonda Robbins is a deputy county clerk for Joe Wester at the Crawford County Clerk's Office. Some of us may think of the library as a spot where you can pick up the latest James Patterson novel, but it offers so much more to its community. One example of that fits in neatly with the topic of this episode. The library is an excellent resource for registering to vote and getting more information about elections. Gretchen Allen is the assistant manager in the Circulation Services Department at the Fayetteville Public Library, whose job, among other things, is to be a guide to those looking to register to vote. It's super easy. So at our main desk in our lobby off of Mountain Street at the welcome desk, you can just come up there and ask to register to vote and we'll hand you a form and we'll provide you with a pen to fill it out and we will even mail it in for you free of charge. You uh, must live in the county that you're registering in. So if you're someone who owns property in a few different areas, just wherever you call home, that's where you should register. Um, College students, they have the option of voting where they are originally from or voting locally. They can't do both, um, but it's entirely legal to vote in one or the other. A theme you will hear throughout this podcast is that voting is a right and a duty. And if you are a U.S. citizen and a resident of Arkansas, being able to vote should be something accessible to you. One of those elements of accessibility includes those who may not have an ID. 
So at the point of registering, you don't have to have your ID. It's just when you actually go to vote, they ask for a government-issued state ID or a college ID, actually. And if you don't have one of the accepted IDs, you can actually visit the county clerk's office after you re receive your voter registration card in the mail, and then they will give you a voter ID. So it's really easy to get an ID to be able to vote. There's no residency requirements to vote. So if you're experiencing homelessness, you can register to vote. Naturalized citizens can register to vote. And even ex-cons um, who have had their sentence, parole, and probation all completed, they can register to vote. We talked a little bit about the, the barrier of an ID. What about language barriers? What sort of resources does the library have for someone whose first language may not be English? So we don't have as many resources as I would like. We do have voter registration forms available in Spanish. And we do have some staff members that speak Spanish. And one that speaks a little bit of Marshallese. And we have a staff member that speaks French, one that speaks Farsi, and one that uh, speaks ASL. And so we do have some staff around that can help those folks. That's fantastic. What does the normal person look like who's coming to register? Are, we, are, are you seeing a lot of college students who come in and say, hey, I want to register locally? Are you seeing uh, people who may be experiencing um, homelessness? What's the sort of people who you normally see come into the library to register to vote? It's a whole variety. Um, a lot of times what happens is someone will come in for a library card and they're new to the area, or maybe they just need to access the internet or need a book for a specific reason. And then at the point that they get a library card, we ask them if they need to register to vote or update their registration. And so at that time, we give them the form to fill out. That's a little bit like like when you go to you know get a new driver's license, they will ask exactly. you, do you need to update your, your voter registration? Yes, except that you don't have to wait in the long lines that you do at the DMV. <laughs> that's very, it's a lot quicker at the library. That's very true. Do you feel that this is an underutilized resource of the library? Um, uh, to some extent, yes. We don't f offer like a whole slew of services. It's just basically voter registration. But I think that a lot of people, it's more that they don't realize that they need to re-register to vote. Because anytime you move or if you have a name change, you have to re-register. And so I think that's more of the service that we can help make people aware of. So when you say when people move, let's say that I'm a renter and I move from West Fayetteville to East Fayetteville, I'm supposed to re-register to vote. That's correct. Okay. Yes, because that changes your precinct, your ward, your district, all that jazz. Um, and if you don't know what your precincts, wards, or districts are, you can actually go to the Voter View Arkansas website. And once you put in your name and birth date, it'll give you all that information which also uh, gives you the information about all of the polling locations where you can go vote, which is a lot less stringent than it used to be. You used to have to vote at the one polling location that is in your district or area, uh, but now you can pretty much vote anywhere you like. What excites you the most about these sorts of processes, of seeing people come in and become new voters? Like, What gives you hope or joy when you see these sorts of things happen? 
Well, I see the most excitement in people who have just turned 18 and are excited to vote. They kind of have the uh, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed kind of approach to politics, but also people who have recently become naturalized citizens. So I, I know a couple of people who have recently become citizens who have registered to vote, and they're just so excited to be a part of the democratic process, maybe because where they're from, that's not really a reality and how the government works. We've thrown a lot at you, so let's do a quick recap here. If you're a U.S. citizen and an Arkansas resident, you can register to vote. If you do not have a photo ID or a permanent residence, there's a few extra steps you may need to take, but you can still register to vote. If English is not your first language and you need some guidance, that's okay. You can still register to vote. Okay, so now that Matthew has explained how you register to vote, let's put that theory into practice. Rachel Sanchez-Smith tells a bit of her personal experience voting for the first time. I met Matthew just about two years ago in the halls of Kimple at the University of Arkansas, back when I was a student at Rogers High School. At the time, I applied and received my citizenship just about four years prior to the 2020 election. I remember thinking how exciting and monumental it was to be able to register to vote and vote when close to no one in my family had been able to before. Hi, um, my name is Rachel Sanchez-Smith, and I'm going to be voting for the first time today. Um, I'm sitting here right outside of the polling station, and there are quite a few cars here. Um, I'm really nervous. Um, A part of me is a little bit afraid that they're going to tell me that I can't vote. I know that I've registered, and I have every all of my paperwork, everything in order, but a part of me is kind of scared that, you know, I'll be another number on the absentee list. But regardless, I am really excited. I've been telling everyone today that I'm gonna go out and vote, obviously, and been telling other people, but we'll see how it goes. I just got done voting. Um, uh, it was really, really exciting. I didn't realize that when you went in there for the first time that the (laughs) people who are in there clap for you if you're a first-time voter. Um, I did talk to the lady up front who just checked my, um, voter ID card and my, um, photo ID, and she said that surprisingly, like, compared to other elections, that there were a ton of new voters this time. Um, and she was kind of surprised by the numbers. Also, I didn't realize how kind of emotional it would be for me. I mean, I wasn't like breaking down in tears or anything, but it definitely was a pivotal moment and I felt a very big um, source of pride. I didn't get my citizenship until I was, I think, 14. So looking back when I was younger, I didn't think I would ever get the chance or obtain the right to vote in general. So it was really, it was monumental to be able to have that chance. And while I was voting and I was casting um, my vote for the person that I wanted, I just remembered how important it was not just for me to select who I wanted, but to select, you know, to speak up for people who have been disenfranchised. And I'm. it wasn't just my vote, it was the vote for people who 
have don't have rights my vote wasn't just mine it was for the undocumented those who deserve a path to citizenship my vote wasn't just for me it was for my mom who isn't eligible to register to vote my vote isn't just mine it's for the thousands of kids living in poverty and living behind closed doors that know that their parents might not come back because of ice and all of these terrible ruthless family separation policies who want the best for for themselves and who want the best for their parents so hopefully the candidate that i've voted for will fight for all of those for all of those ideologies and all of those beliefs that i have because we have nothing else but just voting it's a very very powerful very powerful move and i feel like a a lot of the time people who are eligible to register to vote and who have always had the right take it for granted to them it's even a sort a sense of apathy of why would i even go it doesn't matter but they don't realize that it matters to the people who don't have it and there's that saying if you can vote show up for show up for those that can't and that's what i did today i showed up for those that couldn't a lot of life has happened since that first time going to the polls reminiscing on those moments i think back to my days of always carrying around voter registration forms in my backpack hounding people to register and recalling just how sad i felt that i couldn't fill one out for myself until i was old enough The idea that voting is not just a right, but a privilege really resonated with me, even as a freshly 18-year-old. Voting matters, and if you want to make an impact in your community, take this opportunity to make sure you're registered to vote in the upcoming election. All right, so now it's your turn. If you want to print out that voter registration form in English or Spanish, or if you're unsure of your voter status and want to check online, we've got you covered. Just head on over to KUAF.com election. That's KUAF.com election to find all of those links. You've been listening to Natural Election, a podcast production of Ozarks at Large and KUAF Public Radio. This show is co-hosted by Matthew Moore, Rachel Sanchez-Smith, and me, Daniel Carruth. For more on Natural Election, visit us online at KUAF.com and tune in every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts.